I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Some of you can go out and have a drink over in Britain. We're very jealous seeing pictures of you falling around the streets in the middle of the morning with your knickers down around your ankles. Hopefully oh that will be us very soon. I think that picture is literally just a stock image for that uh, that male online bust out every you know, every now and then. Yeah. The actually, same girl. That, like <laughs> That girl has been wearing the same underwear like uh, yeah. for about five years now. They're like, oh, isn't it terrible on a Saturday night? Oh, Brexit. Oh, COVID. And it's the same poor girl. <laughs> yeah, it's just that poor girl's life is ruined. It's just the same picture over and over and over, rehashed, rehashed. I know, at least she could be making a few royalties off it or something. But with yeah. the Daily Mail, I very much doubt it. Oh, they're a horrible rag anyway, aren't they? Horrible rag. They are. They are. They are. They are. Here we are again. It is uh, the first week of May. We're doing a live stream on Friday. If anyone would like to take part, if you'd like to have any little suggestions about what you'd like us to talk about. At the moment, the topic has not been set in stone. So if anyone has any little suggestions, Will, where can they give them to? They can shove them up their arse because we're going rogue (laughs) on this. And I don't know, I think it's an introduction to the world of uh, Mysteries of the Unexplained. Yeah, you can find out a little bit more about us and what we do in our spare time. (laughs) Oh God, imagine if it was just like, sometimes I like to read book in evenings. (laughs) Well, we all know that that's not what you're doing in the evening times now. But find out more, guys, you're going to have to join us on Friday. But I digress. I'm going to have to bait on with this now because I've got a lot of ground to cover. Now, I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to have to tell you that you're going to have to hold your concentration here for a little bit because this story is in kind of like two parts. And for the first part, I know it's a surprise to you, William, as well, because I just sent you your lines there and you were never one to prepare anyway. But um, I'm going to start 
the listeners off here by having Will read out a beautiful poem that I found on Tinternet. William, do you think you could read us a poem? I can, of course. Um, I'll just clear my throat for this uh, poem. (laughs) 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 Oh, come on. On the ocean that hollows the rocks where ye dwell, a shadowy land has appeared, as they tell. Men taught it a region of sunshine and rest. They call it High Brazil, the Isle of the Blessed. From year unto year, unto the ocean's blue rim, the beautiful spectre showed lovely and dim. The golden clouds curtained the deep where it lay, and it looked like an Eden away, far away. Oh my God, channeling Oscar Wilde vibes there. That was flamboyantly lovely. Can you insert a round of applause after that for me? If you wouldn't <laughs> really, mind, just I, I for effect. Absolutely will. <laughs> Thanks, I don't Annie. know if we've ever used that effect before, but I will find <laughs> it somewhere. Um, this this is indeed the famed and mysterious Isle of High Brazil. Um, it's not Brazil, you old bitch, by the way. It's oh, so Brazil. it's Brazil. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and Will, do you know, as a little Irish man, do you know anything about the land of High Brazil? What is it? Where is it? What's going on here? No, you're going to tell us today. I don't want to ruin the story. Tick bitch. You don't offer up Doesn't all your have. cards at the start of the story, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you stupid bitch. fucking clue. <laughs> Have you ever heard, history class. Have you ever heard of the art of the reveal, stupid bitch? <laughs> Telling the end of a movie no, at bitch, the start. I, did, I didn't go to drag school. <laughs> I know nothing about a reveal. Oh, bitch, bitch. Oh, bitch. Oh, boo, 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 in Irish myth, it was said to be clouded in mist except for one day every seven years when it became visible but still could not be reached. Stories about the island have circulated throughout Europe for centuries with tales that it was the promised land of saints or a paradise where an advanced civilization lived. On most maps, the island was located roughly 200 miles off the west coast of Ireland in the North Atlantic Ocean. One of the most distinctive geographical features of High Brazil on those maps is that it often appears as a circle with a channel or a river running east to west across it. High Brazil is derived from the name Brazil, B-R-E-A-S-A-L, meaning the High King of the World in Celtic history. It was noted on maps as early as 1325 by the Genoese cartographer Angelino Dulce. In 1480, John Jay Jr. departed from Bristol, England, on a journey to find the Fable Island, only to come back empty-handed after spending two months at sea. In 1481, again, two ships from the Trinity and the George departed from Bristol on an expedition to find High Brazil, with no success either. Jesus, the Bristol lads were mad to find it. They must have thought there was treasure or something. Interesting. Hmm. Interestingly, in 1497, Spanish diplomat Pedro de Ayala reported to the Catholic monarchs of Spain that John Cabot, the first European to visit North America since the Vikings, had discovered in the past what the men from Bristol were looking for. Uh, 
implying that someone from Bristol had actually managed to find it. What is the connection with Bristol? Perhaps the most well-known, though, of these accounts took place in 1674. Captain John Nisbet of Donegal, Ireland, and his crew were all familiar with the Atlantic coast of Ireland. Sailing in the area one day, they were surprised by a sudden bank of fog that rolled over them. When the fog cleared, they saw that they were close to the rocky coast of an island. They went ashore, hoping to get their bearings so they could sail home. They soon learned that they were on the legendary island of Hybrazel. Nisbet and his men told stories about large black rabbits that roamed the island and about an old magician who lived in a castle on the island. This old man gave the sailors gold and silver. Another voyage, headed by Alexander Johnson, also claimed to set foot on the island. The description by Johnson and his men was nearly identical to that of Nesbitt. In 1872, author T.J. Westrop and several members of his party stated that they saw the island appear before them from the shore and then vanish. <sighs> Will? Mm-hmm. I was reading about this and I was kind of like, ah, yeah, like these are all kind of old accounts and we've all kind of heard of High Brazil because, you know, it's a very Irish thing. It's kind of the Atlantis of the West kind of a thing. But I didn't realise that in February of 2012, a pilot said that he saw it. Pilot Niger Gosser filed a report that there was a huge blanket of fog over the ocean off the western side of Ireland. Ireland. Can I say Ireland? The country that you actually live in? That's the one, yeah. But when I'm saying Ireland in Ireland a lot, I end up saying Yeah, Ireland. but you don't pronounce it like that at all. You have to pronounce it like this. Ireland. 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 Ireland, I'm Enya's sister. As he flew over the area, his flight instruments became erratic for a period of three minutes. When he looked below, he observed a green landmass where there should not be a landmass, and he believes that he saw the island of High Brazil. Oh. Now, well, what are you thinking about this now? Do you thinking? Are you thinking it's like? Uh, what do you think? Um, I love stories like this because it's just like kind of, you know, bring your childhood into adulthood, really, when somebody in 20, 2012 seen it. Um, I, is it a possibility that the island is actually from another dimension mm-hmm. and then it crosses over every seven years and then it's visible and then disappears and there's no trace of it that's why people are like the island doesn't exist but then it does exist for a few moments in time and then disappears funny that you should say that will and hold on to that thought because i am gonna knock your knickers off i'm not wearing any so that's gonna be <laughs> tough <laughs> commando um so I, I'm going to have to have you hold the thought of High Brazil in your mind for a minute. And we're going to skip back to a little story that I told two weeks ago about the Rendlesham Code. Do you remember this, Will? I know you find it hard to remember things from... No, it doesn't doesn't ring a bell. It doesn't but... ring a bell. And to all you <laughs> listeners out there who didn't listen to the episode, um, you fuckers, why didn't you? Oh my God. No. A few weeks ago, I told you a little story about a major UFO incident that happened in Rendlesham in England back in the early 80s. So uh, just a little synopsis of it. What happened is there's a US Army base there. They saw strange lights in the woods. Uh, two men called Penniston and Burroughs go out mm-hmm. 
and Peniston basically says an unidentified ship, like a extraterrestrial ship, mm-hmm. came down in front of them. Um, his partner got so blinded by the light that he kind of fell over. But Jim Peniston walked towards the lights and had some type of interaction with the ship. Mm. Uh, the ship then kind of disappears. Uh, there were other witnesses to it that weren't as close, but it happened again two weeks later and more people saw these unexplained craft. So that's kind of where we left it some people thought that Peniston was a bit of a nutcase some people thought that the two of them made it up but a lot of people kind of saw the lights over the woods that night and said that there was something in it Mm. what was in it we are not really sure the Ministry of Defence of England said that they uh, looked into the case and there was nothing to be found there but of course they would say that but yes, the plot thickens, my William, and it doesn't end there. So um, I'm going to read on thus. Over the years, as bits and pieces of the Rendlesham story came to light, Jim Peniston kept one staggering aspect of his encounter secret. We heard how out of all of the witnesses who saw the UFO over three nights, he came the closest. Indeed, he touched it. The secret he kept to himself for over 30 years is that when he touched it, something extraordinary happened. Essentially, Peniston claims that when he touched a particular symbol, he received a sort of telepathic download of ones and zeros, which he now believes was a binary code message. Here, in Peniston's own words, is what happened when he approached the craft. As I walked down to the right side of the craft, I realised that I was still intact and not harmed. I was making small moves of assessment, noting that no sign of threat or aggression was apparent at this point. I figured if I was to die, it would have happened by this point. So a small feeling of relief enveloped me. So I decided to take a step further. I decided to touch the outer skin of the craft. Or maybe I was compelled to do that. It was never clear to me. As I walked ever so slowly or shuffled, I took my hand and touched the craft momentarily. Then I started to shuffle along while taking my hands and running them along the side of the craft, one hand over the other as I moved around it. After almost a complete circle, I came back to the start with the symbols or the glyphs, if you will, stood. Running my left hand from the smooth fabric to a coarse sandpaper feel of the glyphs, slowly feeling and tracing with my hand these pictorials, I run the bottom glyphs which measured about three feet long and a handprint high in height. I left the largest one to last. It looked something like a large triangle. I hesitated for some moments. Then I opened my hand and pressed it to the triangle. What was to happen next defies reality. What I was seeing I will recall with my mind's eye. There was a bright and steady brilliant light. Was I squinting? Then a stream of ones and zeros ran relentlessly before me and I was unable to see my surroundings. I was scared, though I seemed to understand it was not harmful, but required. I am not sure how long this took place, this bright light with flashing of these ones and zeros. Seconds or minutes, it seemed like only a brief moment. Unable to pull my hand back, I finally had it release my hand. As quickly as the release of my hand from the triangle happened, the ones and zeros stopped. Thank God, I thought. I quickly started looking at my hand. I was examining it for damage. Seeing none, I knew I was not going to do that again. No need to have physical contact again with the craft. Scary and unreal it all was. I started to see the craft generating colour through the fabric of the craft again. It started to become bright and began moving through the trees and then hovered at the top of the trees with a flash and a blink of an eye it was gone. I hear movement to my right. 
It's John. I am wondering where he had come from and where he was during this encounter. My thoughts are broken with John quickly pointing to a direction out in the farmer's field. There it is, Jim. Let's go. As quickly as he said that, he was off and I was right behind him. Bam bam. So, Jimmy boy said it would be a great idea to go up and take a notebook with him and start feeling around the edges of the craft and all these pictures he said that were looked like Egyptian hieroglyphics all over the craft. Mm-hmm. And what is not said in that little um, bit of text there, but is said in the book, is that he had a notebook with him and he took down, he wrote down pictures of them and he took down um, little sketches of what he saw. Mm-hmm. But he says that he says that when he put his hand to this certain triangle on the ship, that something like a code was like kind of telepathically delivered to him. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, directly after this, he didn't really make much of it, or he was kind of trying to forget about it. Hmm. So what happens then is that they all have their investigations and he goes through like countless investigations by the US Army and by the English Ministry of Defence and the English Army and all the rest of it, right? But he doesn't tell anyone about touching the craft and he doesn't tell anyone about the code. Doesn't tell anyone that he took notes of it. So his story is that this code stayed with him for years and years and really, really like nearly like broke his psyche apart he became really really unwell he couldn't sleep he had really bad insomnia he was like he was he he was like I'm losing my mind like I'm losing my fucking mind Mm -hmm. and that this series of ones and zeros was just in his head the whole time like he just couldn't stop thinking about it it was like taking over his life so even though he had makes he had made sketches of the hieroglyphics, he hadn't written down the code. It was just because he didn't see it. It was just something that was in his head. So one day he writes wow. it down, and thirty years later, thirty years later, you guys, he's doing an investigation with the History Channel, and he gives them this set of codes he says that after he wrote it down right that it just completely left his head he just felt like a weight had been lifted when he just wrote it in a notebook in his house a weight had been lifted and he it was kind of like he got it like got it out of him and he started to feel better so he didn't really question it anymore and it didn't mean anything to him now this is back in the early 80s and he wouldn't have really had a clue what binary code really was it wasn't like you know like internet isn't what it is now and all of us kind of have an idea of what binary is um, so 30 years later, he gives this code to this um, mathematician that's working with the History Channel. And guess what the code says? It says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no? Did I, I wasn't following the story. What, was that not it? What, what does it say? It says that at the end. But before that, it says, exploration of humanity. Then it gives a series of coordinates north and west then it gives a series of coordinates for these locations a location in south america a location in china a location in greece an ancient city in central america giza in egypt and sedona in arizona and you know what those places all have in common really good mcdonald's (laughs) <laughs> not just shitty ones the ones that you're like this is a good McDonald's I'm going to get a nice McDonald's here am I right? <laughs> have I been following it correctly? 
You've absolutely been following it. They have the best McFillet burgers <laughs> in the world. No, not what was that fillet of fish? Somebody oh, I used to always eat fillet of fish. I used Stop. to be like, what? No, these are all places. These are all places that have had extraterrestrial uh, stories attached to them for years and are believed to to be energy vortexes. Okay. And then he gives those six coordinates, and the last coordinate he gives is the exact coordinate of the island of High Brazil. Yes, on ancient maps where High Brazil was continuously uh, said to be located, he gives the exact coordinates of this island. And it is apparently, according to this binary code, meant to be a very, very important place for the future of humanity. And it gives a date of 8100 for some reason. Nobody really knows what that means uh, as an origin date. It's kind of annoying that it's a mystery island, though, that we can't just go and investigate it. Like if I was to bring you out on a boat, we'd probably die. Oh yeah, I mean in like the choppy you... waters, it'd be all over RT news, and it'd be like two idiots <laughs> went in search of a mysterious <laughs> island, banished to local legend, Annie Gan and Willie Mohanan went on a boat trip with no experience in waters, <laughs> with no food and water, in search for a mysterious island with giant black rabbits and a wizard that lives in the castle that gives you golden silver. <laughs> Annie Gallant said, once been rescued by the Coast Guard, oh Jesus, I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Billy Mohanan, who suffers from anxiety and panic attacks, was visibly shaken and had vomited down his top multiple times. The boat also smells of feces. And now it's Karina with the weather. Looks like it's going to be sunny this weekend, Karina. I'd be like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get that gold and silver bench. <laughs> oh, but like, <sighs> you'd only do it on the one day in the seven years that it appears. Like, we're not total fucking idiots, are we? That's the other thing as well. It's like, say if you were like going to go and try to do this, you'd have to invest seven years of your life. And also, yeah, you might hit the jackpot. You might find it within the first year because you don't know what the cycle is, to be honest with you. <laughs> seven years from what? Or you could be literally starting your 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 investigation the day after it had appeared. Do you oh, know? So you could be like, so I have to wait for seven fucking years. So it's kind of Russian roulette. Um, seven years me and you floating around in our canoe out there going Asher we might as well wait for it to come back <laughs> yeah we we'll like, just hang on I'd be like braiding your hair in six months six months later we'd be looking like Tom Hanks of Castaway no I'd be looking like Tom Hanks of Castaway I'd be at my perfect weight you'd be dead I'd be after throwing you overboard oh my god probably <laughs> um, and you totally know that the day it appeared was like the day of Hurricane Ophelia here in Ireland <laughs> as well. So, you know, it doesn't arrive on a quiet, calm, sunny, sunny day. That's very rare in Ireland anyway. Um, what should you call it? It wouldn't appear then. It it appear in the height of winter, stormy oh, seas, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, just yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, people yeah. away, you oh, know. Yeah. I kind of really like it's really my next holiday destination. I think I really want to go there. Yeah, it would well come on, it would be roaring trade there. You'd be able to open up a coffee shop, have a market, it would oh, we'd be have make to a get lot one of money. those we'd we'd have to get one of those horse box coffee things that everybody's doing at the moment, totally. Never heard. High what are them? 
Party. <laughs> Never heard of this cool concept. Never heard of them. Uh, very interesting. Now, mm-hmm. something, something that I would have to say now with this guy is that if, if the History Channel rang you up and said that they were going to do a show and they, you know, they were looking for maybe some information that you hadn't shared in the past, maybe James or Jim or whatever his name is, um, you would be scrambling to kind of, to write down maybe ancient absolutely absolutely stuff just to kind of do it and then you know yeah. maybe a little google search might have come up yeah. with hi brazil that um maybe isn't known across the waters so yeah. it's kind of like oh i never heard of this place but wait a second this is new yeah. information and then it is a big reveal after That's the it. break i mean it's kind of like it's kind of like taking off your third wig in the middle of a lip sync for your life. It is. Like it's, it's taking it off is. It because one and two, we've seen it done before. But when you take yeah. off that third wig and your third outfit reveal, like, bitch, you have won the fucking Super Bowl. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So mm. is it a case that he just kind of was scrambling, put down these codes just to give it a bit more spin the fucking wheel again? Jim wants to make another book or is That's he telling maybe. the truth? Maybe there's been lo- obviously lots of critics and lots of critics saying, oh, yeah, like years later, like what, like, you know, you're coming out with this stuff now. Now, I have to say that, like, his original story about the craft itself seemed quite like plausible in a way, as in like there were other witnesses there. There was an other there was another witness mm-hmm. when they he said that they actually saw the thing. Um, yeah. And no, another interesting thing, a very interesting thing, he says, is that he went to hypnotherapy a few years after this had happened to him because uh, he did and he did a regression thing um, to try to find out more about what happened to him. Um, and basically, he says that they're not UFOs, these, this thing, and it's not extraterrestrial, but he believes that it's time traveling humans from the future coming back. Okay. Something, yeah, something that happened, uh, something that happened there and something that happened in his regression really makes him believe that they're government agents and um, the hypnotherapist asks him uh, who these people are. And Peniston says, they are asking me if I see binary code. I see the binary code. They are time travellers. They are us. The hypnotherapist says, how far in the future? And he says, a long time, a very long time. What do they need from us? Not sure, but it has something to do with chromosomes or something like that. How do they get these chromosomes? They take it. Where do they take it from? From other people's bodies. They were interrupted in Rendlesham Forest. I wasn't meant to see them. So the hypnotherapist says to him, you touched the symbols on the craft and you set off a program or something like that. And he says, yes, the craft was repairing itself. All they wanted was a place to stay while it repaired itself. By touching the symbols, you disrupted the repair program. I activated a binary code. The two government men want to know why. They ask me if I have ever had any encounters with them, lights and time travellers before, but I haven't. That was part of his hypnotherapy. So um, hmm. he's very much saying, and the Burroughs guy that was with him at the time, who did now the Burroughs guy has nothing to do with this binary code or whatever. He didn't touch the craft. He says he, like hmm. he seems to, to kind of actually pass out while this was happening, and um, hmm. which you would with the fright. I would be the one passing out. I would be on the ground, like just I'd be like, I'm just going to remove myself from this situation. You'd be, you'd be like, wellity, 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 wellity. <laughs> you would be the one 
going up dancing around the craft taking fucking pictures and selfies with it but um he that guy as well believed that it was a time travel thing and that that the the air force knew something about it that they knew more than they were letting on and they wanted to cover it up because it's actually humans traveling from 50,000 years in the future what that 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 like a mysterious island pops up in the future off the coast of ireland that has a wizard and black rabbits on it well, we don't know. Like, we don't know what significance High Brazil has with this. What's with what's happened in the future, or any of those, any of those places. But um, you're going to have to do another podcast next week to find out, bitch. And now we <laughs> all know what time of the week it is. Ask Willie anything. Hi, Will. Hello. How are you? <laughs> you sound very excited to be here with nervous, us today. Nervous, nervous a bit. <laughs> you. It's, it's just, I know you're not taking your medication and I'm just a bit frightened, <laughs> to be honest with you. The haunting laughs are unsettling. Uh, <clears throat> I am off to meds, but the doctor said because I'm doing it during lockdown that the number of people harmed should be significantly reduced, you say. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, to stop your nervousness and anxiety, we've been trying okay, that for okay. years, we're just going to dive right in here. I asked some of our favourite fans from our Mysteries of the Youngest Blame private group on Facebook for some questions. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And girl, they never let us down. Mirandia Catherine Berthold, thank you. What a beautiful, fancy name you have. Nothing mm-hmm. super personal here, but I'd like you 
both thank you to recommend a good book and maybe a drink to sip while reading it. Oh, bitch. Ah, William doesn't read books, bitch. No, I'm only um, I a really good book that you could uh, all read is um, Leave Some Sea for Me. Um, it's by a lady called Annie Gann and it is a children's picture book, but it's also just very heartwarming as well. So if you wanted to get that book, you could go to landofnotlearning.com with promo code WILL and um, you will get a um, no discount off but it will just <laughs> be logged I really give you a discount well, oh she is going I fa- want what? to do two things 5% I want to 10%. do two things 10% I want to do two 10%. things 10% I actually want to thank you for promoting me and I also want to cry because your last and only read was a kids picture book listen I presume cry tears of joy um, <laughs> but that's right you get 10% off oh. landoflearning.com <laughs> type in the promo code Will Annie you better set up that promo code now and you will get a book from Annie and she posts all over the world everybody uh, oh. and it's only what is Annie it's 10 99 <laughs> would you ever fucking put your hand in your pocket plus for starters okay stop now we're posting packaging Miranda can attest to this I didn't set this up bitch this guy is going at, going rogue on me but come here um, what do you Annie will you lower the gun from my face what, just what, it's <laughs> me what do you recommend that the children drink while they're reading the book Will Oh, like a diluted vodka because the book is a bit trippy. Um, so a <laughs> <laughs> diluted vodka with some orange juice will probably like settle them. Plus they'll get a fantastic night's sleep and you just can get some rumpy pumpy. <laughs> oh um, Miranda, thank you so much. Um, you actually asked us both. Uh, to get the, um I'm I drink wise I have been absolutely craving a fucking margarita like for months it's just too much work and expense to buy all the ingredients into my house and have two and then like blackout which is what I will do because I haven't had strong liquor in quite a while but so I'm go away Annie you're drinking fucking uh, Bulmers from a can a cider from a can margarita my whole I've never seen her drink a margarita (laughs) in my life this is all airs and graces and fucking I'm an author this is carrying on now trust me believe me go on Annie go on and the book I'm currently reading is a beautiful book called Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell if you like kind of periodical kind of history kind of thing oh, okay and it, um, uh, um, we're just going to go on to the next question here because yeah it, seeing as it is ask Will and you're going on your little oh, I'm Annie and I like I, I like cashmere scarves and walking on the beach <laughs> and, and little light poetry as well of margarita sometimes and uh, 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 sometimes I like going to an art class in the evening just to kind of brush up you know yourself <laughs> I'm, I'm Will I like TikTok Misty Miller has this been asked when you have to channel <laughs> someone from bitch. the stories who has been your favourite and why oh I, has this been asked I think it has been when you had to channel oh. somebody when you had to channel stop making noise down there Will I come through there and I'll kick your fucking arse oh my god what a bitch um 
the my favorite person to channel when I channel somebody from the stories. Um Oh God, I'm trying to think like I forget their names because they are passing spirits and I don't hang on to them. Just their residual energies could fuck me up and cause schizophrenia. So what I would... um, uh, I did like... Do you remember if you guys cast your mind back to the lady in the car who uh, had an out-of-body experience and she like described like her experience of basically a car crash but claimed it was (laughs) claimed it was an out-of-body experience but her body just went in slow-mo for a second I did quite enjoy her character um yeah she'd be my favorite Annie or Misty Misty Miller Misty Miller thank you so much for your question um Philip asks hi Philip Norris thanks so much for your question can Will do any other accent apart from Northumberland (laughs) Great pod. <laughs> Thank you. You know, he's absolutely a one trick pony. I can. <laughs> I know I can. I've been broadening my accents. I All can right. do, I can do, um, I can do, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I can do it. But then when I actually do it, it's just Northumberland. But we'll give it a go. Uh, I can do like a Scottish accent. Um. Okay, okay. What I will do then is I will I will have you answer the next and final question. You got a lot this week. Um, in your finest Scottish brogue, it's from Nikki Woodward. Oh, thanks so much, Nikki. You're always supporting us. <laughs> She's a very simple question: Shakira or Beyonce? Oh, thanks, Nikki, for your question. Um, uh, well, my favorite. <laughs> I know, Annie. Give me a minute, Annie. Just a minute. Even 45 seconds I take off, yeah. Okay, hen. Okay, hen. Uh, I, I really like Beyonce. Hecky, henny. <laughs> 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 Although I have to say, now that we're on the Scottish accent, Annie did live in Edinburgh for a bit and she took on a, a bit of a Scottish accent, which is extremely bet down. Uh, but she did do this. Pal. I don't know yeah, what you're she, talking about, Paul. It's like, you're Irish, bitch. You're I don't have you're Scottish accent, Scot- Paul. You try living she, in Edinburgh. She, there's plenty of people that live across the world and don't embody the accent. You should, chameleon is what I'd call you now. A chameleon. Trying to slither oh, in. Actually, absolute... are you reptilian? No. Are you a fucking no, reptilian? Absolute... Oh, yeah, you are. I forgot about this. You were. We just covered that in another episode. Sorry, it makes sense now. <laughs> Turn off that news, Jim. I hate it. <laughs> Turn off that news, Jim. I hate it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a breaking news story. Woman faces felony charges for forgetting to turn. (laughs) Ah, Fuck it. Woman fires. Absolutely fired. (laughs) Woman faces felony charges for forgetting to return Sabrina the Teenage Wish VHS tape 20 years ago. (laughs) Oh, God. That could easily have been me. The first thing she told me was felony embezzlement, so I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yes, a woman in Texas received a nasty shock while trying to update her married name. She was a criminal for a crime she didn't even remember committing. In fact, she was guilty of a crime most people of a certain age have probably committed. 20 years ago, she forgot to return a VHS tape. Um, Bride 52 made the discovery during a trip to the DMV. The former Oklahoma resident had moved to Texas and gotten married and needed to update her information. 
I went to change my dra- I went to change my driver's license. During this COVID thing, you had to make an appointment, McBride said. They told me that I had an issue in Oklahoma. McBride was mystified. She called the number that the DMV had provided and was connected to the Cleveland, blah, 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 blah. She was a wanted felon. The first thing she told me was felony embezzlement, so I thought I was going to have a heart attack, McBride said. Then she learned what crime she'd committed. She told me it was over the VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and I had to make her repeat it because I thought, right, this is insane. This girl is kidding me, right? She wasn't kidding. (laughs) That ends this. That ends this broadcast from Billy's Bizarre News. I am your reporter, Annie G. Please come back. Oh, that sounded really stupid. Please? Sorry, is this news station actually begging viewers to come back? (laughs) Please come back and hear more from our network of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Our top story in everything that's going on in the world is about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. VHS. That's all for me. Please tune in next week for more Billy's Bizarre News. I thought there was going to be more to the story. I have to finish it up. That's all from me. Just a professional sign off is what you wanted. I get it. I get it. She got charged $58.59. What do you want from me? She said she doesn't even like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I do you remember like the way Sabrina the Teenage Witch was literally the height, like the height of us when height. we were teenagers, yeah. and it was just like it was solve the family secret, and it was just like I wonder what the family secret was, and then you'd, you'd you know it was ended up being something totally anticlimactic at the end, but wasn't remember there was like rumors <laughs> that like Melissa Melissa Joan Hart was like. She's actually 55 and she plays a teenager. Do you remember? Did that happen in your school? What? No. That, well, like, we're not okay. absolute morons. Oh, bitch. Judge Judy can be the judge of that bitch. <laughs> what? Like, were people in your school were like, is that actually true? Oh, but you went to like a particular type of school for particular people. Annie, you were raising a barn, Annie. They found you when you were 21 in a field alone. Get down off your high horse, Annie. You're literally just after, you're literally just after integrating into society in the last few years. Do not start preaching to me because you just learned your fucking eight times tables. Okay. Don't, Annie. Get a bit of confidence now because you can fill out a bank form. And now you're kind of like, oh, you, oh, you, you. Annie, things can very easily slip back into like cave worlds again. You understand me? Good. Uh, as I was saying, no, but they, there was like, she's actually, it wasn't 55, but it was like, she's actually 30. Oh my maybe God, she was 30. 30. She probably might have been around 30. Um, Oh my God. Have you seen like that show that she tried to do in later years? Like it's some comedy where like she's living with a guy and she oh, has yeah. one kid and he has the other. Oh my God, it's so bad. And your man has spray on hair. Oh my God. So oh bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he has spray on hair. Now I will worst. say though, I will say though that I do love her. Like I Why? do love her. 
Why? Because she's, she's part of my. She's part of. Oh yeah, well, yeah, she's part of my childhood. But yeah, your man's hair. I, like I remember, I seen that a few times. It'd be on the telly, and it'd just be you know, it'd be one of those shows that come on, and then you'd just be like, I could never tell you the storyline because all I'd, I'd, all I'd be watching is his hair, and just be like, what's going on with the hair? What's it's going like on with the hair? trying to pretend that he just had his head shaved but it's sprayed on like it's totally sprayed on oh, there's a little it's stenciled on, on. Washi's just after coming in here and he's tippy tapping around being like bring me somewhere put him to the um, microphone because he'd be better than you <laughs> <laughs> it's time to fucking go bitch um Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in for my fantastic story about the VHS tape. Everybody's gone home. Um, no, Annie, I have to say thank you for um, putting some light on the story of... Oh, Annie, sorry, I dropped my phone there. One second, Annie. Are you there? What a fucking idiot. It's like doing a show with a monkey. Oh, my God. Would be better wait now, wait now. Monkey. Annie, would you a shut up? Shut up! things to do would be... <laughs> <laughs> I know what we just literally got a new Patreon came in, so maybe we could put him on <laughs> put him in the episode at the start. Yeah. Live. This is actually the breaking news story. It's the timeline. This is boop We have another Billy's Bizarre News. We actually got another Patreon, which is very, very bizarre indeed. My co-anchor Will will now read you out the details. This is a Motu broadcast. Please remain seated. (laughs) A new Patreon subscriber has signed up to Mysteries of the Unexplained Patreon. As we speak live on air, we are getting reports of a Mirandia Berthold who has just signed up to us. Thank you very much. Mirandia, you are now officially a mysterious patron. That's what you get called. Oh, Mirandia, I think that you... You sent in one of our questions today as well because I remembered your elegant and glamorous name. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh yeah, she did actually. <laughs> and you're very observant. She asked the first question. Yeah, that's why you went to a school where you believed that Melissa Joan Hart was 55 when she was fucking 20. Look, I have to go. It I was a rumour. I, I, no, you don't have to I, go. You don't have to do a thing, Annie. You're going to get off now, do a poo and sit on the couch <laughs> drinking a coffee looking at Watty. That's what you're going to do. Let the truth be known. Truth. That's what's going to happen there now. Uh, no, but thanks very much, Miranda. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, we'll have the live stream on Friday. So if you want to avail of that, uh, just uh, sign up to our Patreon and you will see us on Friday. And also there's a new episode going up today on Patreon. Um, um, more of the Irish stories that we read out in last week's episode. So if you yeah. want to give us a little dig out for free, you can give us a review. All reviews help to get the ratings up a little bit and helps us continue to make the show um, you're getting on my nerves now. I can hear you breathing. I can hear you breathing down the fucking microphone. Listen, I'm gone. I oh my to- fucking God. This is absolutely somebody. Like, I know sometimes listeners, you might think that I'm harsh to Annie, but it's actually the other way around. And it's just whenever I got an ear, I can actually stand up for myself. And to be honest with you, it's just too much now and I have to go. <laughs> Cry your tears, bitch. Cry me a river. Ooh. Reptilian witch. Okay, right. Love you all. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, join us next week when we delve into more mysteries, mysteries of the unexplained. Unexplained. Explain. Explain. 
Splained. Splained, splained, splained. I'm going to kick your ass. And it's just whenever I got an ear, I can actually stand up for myself. And to be honest with you, it's just too much now and I have to go. <laughs> Cry your tears, bitch. Cry me a river. <laughs> Reptilian witch. Okay, right. Love you all. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us next week when we delve into more mysteries of the unexplained. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.